All right. Welcome to an episode of Powerhouse Conversations brought to you by Dream Big Sports, the home of the best podcast for athletes looking to leverage their technology to power their brand. We have a power, we have powerful conversations around digital transformation and athletes' brands. We bring on guests to discuss hot topics to monetize their brand. Our guests share their expertise and experience so that they can inspire innovation in our audience. I'm your host, Fred Underwood, and with me today is Bree. Um, she's a special guest. She has a media, she's a media and marketing professional, um, and she's with Free Game, the Free Game program. Uh, Bree has worked as a contributor for Hoop Scene, Fan Sided, and most recently the Athletic. She founded the Free Game program, which is a nonprofit organization designed to help design and prepare amateur student athletes for life after sports. Bree, how are you doing today? I'm doing super, super well. How are you? Good, good, good. Did I uh, did I hit all the everything that uh, you Man, know? That sounded beautiful. I want to take you everywhere I go, and you can just do that before I walk in every room. I go. <laughs> no, that that'd be dope. That'd be dope if we had somebody to uh, you know come in and just introduce us. We don't have to introduce ourselves. That'd be dope. Facts, facts, yeah, facts. So, no, thank you for how, having how's me. How's your day going? Good. It's going great. It's going great. I uh, made some big moves for pregame today. Um, it's actually a great day to be on, so I'm happy that I get to talk to you tonight. But, uh, yeah, it's been a great day. I uh, can't complain too much. How about yourself? It was good. It was good. Uh, like I said, closing out the month. So, uh, you know, preparing everything for the, uh, you know, we're leaving out of the summer and we're heading into the fall. So getting everything uh, started, you know, football season about to start. So yep. um, it's good. Good. How was your, uh, how was your summer? It's been an interesting summer. It's been a lot more uh, work than play, okay. but I feel like I've managed to, to get a little bit of a balance here recently. Okay. But it's been it's been very productive. Been very productive. Uh, things have been going well at the athletic. I really enjoy what I'm doing, so that's always you know that's always a big bonus. Um, and yeah, just picking up momentum with free game. Uh, I really found a, a partner that I feel like I can work with to help me grow it uh, to reach the next level. So I'm excited about that. And, uh, yeah, like you say, we're about to hit the new month. Um, so I'm just feeling good with this momentum. Thank you for having me tonight. I feel so great to be rolling into a new month, um, you know, being a guest on this dope podcast. So thank you. No, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. So let's get started with uh, tell me how Free Game started and, um, you know, what 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 was the, the foundation of it? Yeah, man. So Free Game really started when I was a kid, really. It's just a culmination of all my life's events. Um, and the things that I've learned over the course of, you know, 27 years of being a student athlete, um, and it, I put it into, into service. So basically, um, I started free game in 2020. This is during the pandemic. This is COVID. Um, and I actually had the idea in 2018. In 2018, I was working at the radio station, which was Hot 1079, Magic 1075, uh, Praise 1025, Classic 1029, huge radio station. So I didn't really have the time to give free game the attention that I wanted to. But, you know, God has his ways. I ended up being furloughed from that job because of COVID, which gave me the time then to birth free game. So I uh, did my research. I, you know, I figured everything out on the business side, decided I wanted to go nonprofit. And I, uh, you know, I put it together. And because I had so much time on my hand, you know, at that point, I'm, I'm selling T-shirts out of my car. I'm, I'm, I'm getting it. You know, I'm hustling. Right. But I have free game on my hip and I'm taking it everywhere I go. So, you know, I end up uh, getting on with the athletic. And um, it just it was just really me having been a student athlete and some of the things and struggles that I went through, you know what I'm saying? The things on the mental health side, the things preparing for my career, uh, you know what I'm saying? Being, you know, this is, I turned 25 at the height of the George Floyd, you know what I'm saying? Uh, mm -hmm. The George Floyd things in Georgia and Atlanta. And 
we were downtown, you know, marching and things like that. And I'm like, man, some student athlete woke up, you know, a couple of days ago and that was their last game. Like they didn't even know it. You know what I'm saying? Some kids COVID hit and that was it. You know, their eligibility is up, whatever. I know some of them ended up getting their year back, but still it was an identity shock for a lot of them. Right. And you know what I'm saying? I wanted to be able to, you know, provide some type of service, some type of help to let these kids and these uh these former student athletes know that, you know, everything was going to be okay. So that's really where, where free game came from. You know, God put the idea on my heart in 2018, but he gave me time to really birth it and give it the attention it deserved in 2020. And I've been rolling ever since. Right. So yeah, like everything has a purpose. And I think that's, yeah. that's a, a dope way to explain it because like you said, you can have that idea, but then you have to, uh, you have to go and execute on it. So you had time and then, you know, a, a you know blessing in the skies come, comes about and you get that that time back to actually do what your purpose is and what and what you, and what you wanted to do so uh you know you talked a lot you, you talked a lot about the mental health aspect of it like tell me uh you know some of the things that how how important that is to you and oh, um, with, with you uh starting this yeah so i mean when you, you asked me how i started free game i said it was really started from me as a kid you know what i'm saying i played basketball i was really talented athlete really small but i was really really talented and i, I got the opportunity to play on some really really talented teams and through the midst of that you know i was definitely experiencing what i didn't know at the time was anxiety mm-hmm. and you know i didn't i wasn't able to put a, a name to it until i was right. an adult you know what i'm saying and by then right. i you know create free game and do something about it but you know, six-year-old, seven-year-old, eight-year-old me is like, oh, man, like, what is this going on? You know what I'm saying? Right. So um, that anxiety, you know, it's a hereditary. Sometimes it's a product of what kids are going through these days. I just listened to a podcast yesterday, and it's saying, you know, kids are looking at social media, and there's just so much pressure, you know right. what I'm saying, to perform at extremely high levels that are really yeah. unheard of. Right. Um, and so, you know. I saw all those things happening. And then, like I said, a lot of, I watched a lot of my friends go through identity shock after, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? We finished playing ball, you know, you, that last buzzer rings and that's it, you know, that part of your life is over. You know what I'm saying? As far as playing, you can still stay connected to the game, but that, that part is essentially over. And so you have to really decide who you are from there. And I felt that that was something I really did well. I mean, I, I thank God, you know, I feel like he's blessed me with a lot of gifts and I was able to explore a lot of different things, but a lot of kids don't get the chance to explore. Right. So when that sport is over with, then it's just like, who am I? Right. And so that's right. where the side of free game really came from. Gotcha. So tell me some about some of the, about some of the services that uh, free game offers to help with things like that. Yep. So we definitely want to take a holistic approach. We like to approach student athletes as people, you know what I'm saying? Uh, as players, um, and so with that, we try to cultivate them in all areas of their life, really mentally. You know what I'm saying? We provide services to get their mental health, uh, uh, comprehensive checks, um, wellness checks and all that. Um, we want to take care of them academically. So, you know, we have certified tutors uh, to provide tutoring sessions. And then, uh, you know, we also have opportunities to get them involved in the community. You know what I'm saying? I use my connections and things like that to get student athletes involved because they need to know what's going on. Um Finally, we also uh, get them prepared on the court or on the field. You know what I'm saying? I, I use my network and my, my my folks to get these kids, you know, prepared to play at whatever level they want to play at. You know, some kids just want to make their eighth grade team. Some right. kids are trying to get a college scholarship. You know what I'm saying? We have, uh, you know, we feel like, you know, all of those serve a purpose and all of those serve a great purpose. So whatever you're trying to do, where, however you're trying to use sports as a vehicle to move you forward, we want to make sure that you, we develop you fully so you can uh, accomplish that task. No, that's that's dope. That's dope. Um, so with that, some of the services that you do offer, 
um, what are uh, what are the age groups or what are the, the uh, I guess the, the targets for, you know, is it just K through 12 or like, how does that work? Yeah, I mean, it's it's literally anybody who has ever been a student athlete. So gotcha. it could be a six year old trying to get training. You know what I'm saying? It could be a 26 year old who, you know, I just finished grad school. I went back to grad school because I didn't know what to do after school. And now I really don't know what to do. So it's 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 everybody. I feel like, you know, the goal with free game is once you come in, we get we get our hands on you. We don't let you go. We see you all the way through. You know what I'm saying? The rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? This is a family, a free game family. And we want to just make sure that, you know, we're all developing our best selves. Gotcha. No, that, that's that's big. Um, and I and I think this leads to that point. How, uh, talk about how important it is to build community, because that's what it sounds like your 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 uh, goal is, is to make sure you're building a community of people. Absolutely. No, community is 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 everything. It's everything. It's it's really what you find out, what you have when you're, you know, you're down to nothing. And we all we all we feel like we have is each other. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like we are all put here to serve each other in some way. We're all here to serve the earth in some way. And so, mm-hmm. you know, connecting with like minded people. Um, who go through shared experiences. The student-athlete experience is unlike any experience I can compare it to. I can't find yeah. another situation where you face the kind of pressure, where you have to be so organized and disciplined, where you have to commit yourself to something and, and put blood, sweat, and tears into something. I can't find another scenario where you face all these things. So finding people who have been through that experience is going to be key for you to see yourself through it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know a student-athlete who got, you know, their scholarship and made it big all on their own. You know what I'm saying? There was some coach taking them to practice. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't a parent, there was somebody, you know what I'm saying, rebounding for them after the game or after the gym uh, when they when they getting shots up. So community is everything, especially in sport. You know what I'm saying? We compete, but, you know, we want to compete with ourselves. We want to be right. our best selves and make sure that the people around us are being their best selves. And, you know what I'm saying, birds with a feather flock together. So if we all getting better, I think the only way we can go is up. Yep. No, I think that's a good point as well, because one of, one of the things I always say is that once you get past the the, uh, the mind of trying to compete with everybody else or like, mm-hmm. you know, trying to look on social media and see what they're doing, when you're when you get to the point where every day it's about, hey, I, how, how good can I be mm-hmm. the best version of myself? Like every day is about starting that day and being the best version of yourself that you can be not about, you know, the day before, but just can I get better, get better every day. We're definitely firm believers in because everybody's goals are different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, my goals are different than your goals. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, we have to make sure that we're we're on a plan to to attack our goals and not somebody else's goals. Right. And that's really um, why the mental health side of free game is so important to me, because this generation, uh, no, you know, these kids are they're born with phones in their hands. So right. it's nature to look at what the next person is doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we want to make sure that we center that attention back inward and we focus on what we want um, out of this life, what we want sport, where we want sports to take us. Like I, I played on AAU teams with, with, with women who ended up in the WNBA. But I mm-hmm. knew when I was 12 that I wasn't going to the WNBA, but I couldn't grasp at the fact that just because they're going, you don't have to go too. Right. You know I still ended up being very successful. I still will be, you know what I'm saying? Right. We're all, we're still very highly successful. They're WNBA champions as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. So we're all still highly successful when what it is that we're doing. But I thank that God that I had the, the foresight and, you know, the guidance around me to let me know that their path isn't your path. Right. You know right. Every, everybody's journey is different. And yeah, yeah, everybody has to walk their own journey is the, is the biggest thing that, that take away from that. Absolutely. I was, I was just telling my, uh, my daughter, uh, actually yesterday is like uh comparison is the thief of joy. Like if you, if you, uh, if you're always comparing or looking at something else, 
then you're going to you're not going to be able to appreciate what's in front of you or what you have. Yep, so I, yep. And furthermore, you don't know what that person did to get it. Mm-hmm. You don't know if they got it virtuously. You don't know if they lied, steal, and killed to get it. You don't yep. know. So you not might not be willing to do the things that they. You don't. You might not even want it. You know what I'm saying? Right. After you right. find out what they done to get it, so mm-hmm. you're, you're spot on with that. Yeah, walk your own walk your own path, walk your own journey. So I Absolutely. think that's I think that's big. Uh, so. I started a nonprofit when I uh, got out of college as well. So I know how how um, how hard that journey is putting together uh, camps and uh, programs, things of that nature back in my hometown. Um, so tell tell the, the viewers about, you know, how how that how hard that's been for you to get, you know, the sponsors to get to get funding, all of that. So let's talk about nonprofits for a second. Yeah, man, nonprofit, nonprofit. Choosing that path is is it's a purposeful thing. You don't just wake up one day and say, Oh, I'm gonna start a nonprofit. Like who does that? Businesses are literally for profit. Um, and I think that's where a lot of the misconception comes from. You know what I'm saying? People are saying, Oh, you know, nonprofit, nonprofit. It's like, okay, we can still provide services and make money, but it's hard. You know what I'm saying? It's hard selling a service and selling a good is a a difficult thing. And that's something that I had to learn as an entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? Um, during the pandemic, I'm, I'm selling, and printing t-shirts out of my basement and things like that. And it's like, you're selling a product. That's one thing, but getting out and, and trying to tell people or alert people of a problem, if they don't even know there is one and then tell mm-hmm. them how to solve it. That's a difficult task. Yeah. Um, and so for me, you know, the first two years that I've been building this up, it's been, it's been a little difficult. Um, I think that, you know what I'm saying? People see the vision. Um, I think I got I got overwhelmed in that I wanted to accomplish so much, but you really have to take it one day at a time. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the most important thing when starting anything is like it's a marathon. It's not yep. a sprint. And, you know, I got caught up in that wave of trying to, to make everything happen so quickly. And um, but, you know, what I'm saying things. What what I realized in that is that if you do so the small things every day, you know, the resources that you need will find themselves like they'll find themselves their way to you. And right. I just stay consistent. And, you know, thankfully, very, very recently, I was able to find a partner that's really going to take me and, and free game, I feel like, to the next level. And so with that, you know what I'm saying, reaching out and getting people to understand, just telling my story. Um, I always tell everybody, like, I'm I'm 5'2", you know, barely over 100 pounds, and I, and I had a full scholarship. Like, I don't have any student loans. So just telling my story and letting people know what I'm trying to, you know, put them on or, or let them know about, give them free game. It's like, we can all do it, I feel like. Or we can all do whatever it is that we want to do. Um, and so I I just been trying to connect with like minded people and people see the vision, they're 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 coming along, but it's definitely starting anything is hard, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But choosing to start a nonprofit, you know, I had decided in my heart, God put it on my heart that, you know, my purpose here is to serve. And I feel like as long as I'm serving, he's gonna provide, you know what I'm saying, right. you know, whatever I need to make it through. So it's it's definitely been a struggle, but I think that's what's unique about people who start nonprofits is that they're they have a purpose behind it. Yep. And when you start the nonprofit, you re, you find out how about it you really are. You, right. know, right. you gotta start investing your own money. You know what I'm saying? Starting right. a nonprofit is not cheap. Right. It's actually more expensive than starting an LLC. So yep. you're making a purposeful choice to go after something. And I think, you know, I really, really admire anybody who's out there, uh, especially like yourself, who's, like I said, just starting something um, because of a passion burning inside of you. Those are the people that we need to keep going. Yep. So uh, what about the, because, uh, you know, a lot of these athletes are going to be, or if, especially if you're uh, in college, uh, going to be entrepreneurs. And that's one of the yeah. big things that I've been talking about is the uh, NIL space, right? So is oh. that is that something that you all have been conscious of or are or, or starting to help with? 
Absolutely. And that's a whole nother branch of free game. So in addition to, you know, training, tutoring and, you know, getting the mental health help, we have a, a professional development side as well. So we want to make sure that they have, you know, their resumes intact. We want to make sure that they're business savvy. They're not just signing, you know, any contract that someone mm-hmm. puts in front of them. You know what I'm saying? We want to make sure that they're aware of the business practices that have come with the NIL because it's extremely new and it's uncharted territory. Like yep. there are a lot of kids signing their life away. They, they really don't know what's don't going on. Yep. So we want to take that education part and, and spread that over the business side, because that's something that comes with being a student athlete now. Yep. Like the moment you walk on the campus, you have opportunities. So we want to make sure that they don't squander it or, you know what I'm saying, let let someone take advantage of them. So definitely just being educated, I think, is, is super, super important. And it's a big part of free game. Yep. No, I was actually just talking to somebody about this um, as far as like just being able to get legal advice. And I and yeah. I was we were talking about uh you know, how the universities aren't, they haven't found a way to be able to provide uh, the athletes with, uh, you know, legal counsel. Yep. And, you know, free game would be something that would definitely be able to to offer those types of, you partner Absolutely. with a law firm and, you know, you're able to to, uh, to get some of these guys, these, these uh, you know, athletes, uh, the ability to get, you know, some contracts read or just legal advice on what they're doing. That's literally it. That's exactly what we do with free game. We were just able to uh, secure, uh, like I said, a a mental health checkup for a kid today. So all these services we're think of free game as standing in the gap between the NCAA and you guys, you know Mm. what I'm saying? All the things that the university can, can't do or won't do for you. Free game is there to provide those services because ultimately these schools are a business. You know what I'm saying? As much as you have the opportunity to make money, that's new to you. They've been making money off you for a long time. Right, right. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to become, you know, as savvy in the business part as they are. So definitely want to make sure that we have, you know, people in place who've been through it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, this is very new. This is something that, you know, you and I as student athletes, we didn't have to deal with. So, you know, just using our guidance and our and our wisdom and what we did experience to help them navigate this new uh, this new territory, especially as business owners, is super, super important. Yeah, because I I think uh, a lot of it is, is that, you know, they're they're dealing with all these things and it's going to it's compiling and it's it's snowballing and it's snowballing, snowballing. And now they're entering this new world where they have to have to brand themselves or they have to monetize whatever. But, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be that, right? It it, okay. it, 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 it can be whatever you enjoy. That's what, that's one of the things I talked about uh, recently on, on the show was, you know, all it is is just finding out something that you enjoy and then you can partner with somebody who does, does that, or you can leverage your, leverage your personal brand to the things that, like, if you like, you know, uh, you like eating at a certain certain type of food or you're a foodie. Now you can just partner with certain brands to to uh, to now you eat free. It's yep. just leveraging whatever you have or whatever you like to uh, to get get those opportunities. And I think um, I think a lot of people are overcomplicating it. A lot of people are looking at uh, all these big, big million dollar deals and everybody's not that. And they, and and like you just said, that the anxiety that comes with, oh, well, I don't have a I don't have a million dollar endorsement. I don't have X, Y, Z deal. Just get your food paid for while you watch. You know how huge that is not having to pay for food in college. Yeah. Like, but you got to think this is how extreme the kids have to think about it. So you went from. OK, I just want to make the team. Yeah. To, oh, I just want to start to, yeah. you know, oh, I want to be the best player on the team to, oh, I got to get paid for this now. Yeah. Why am I not getting paid as much as he is? Right. He's getting, he's pulling up in, you know what I'm saying? Like the yep. level of, yep. 
accomplishment that you have to have to just be seen as good is insane. Yeah. And so, you know what I'm saying? Like you and I understand the value of getting our college, you know what I'm saying? Our meal plan paid for, like that's invaluable to me. But a kid today is looking at somebody else saying, well, you know, they got a Camaro. (laughs) It's like, you're both blessed. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, you know, right. For all now, so if you don't have anyone to give you that perspective and let you know that that meal plan is okay, not only is that meal plan okay, it's excellent. Yes. You're gonna feel like a failure. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. it's yeah, just another being realistic, honestly, right. and, and knowing what you want. Yep, it's another layer of of like you just said expectations that's that's being placed on 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 these kids, and it, and it, you definitely you know have to have some type of 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 humility and and a level of support that's going to help them get through it so and we try to provide that support for parents as well um you know a lot of these parents are are are, they're this is the first time they're having a kid try to go through this process you know what i'm saying and they you know they're looking at other kids like you know i'm saying well this kid's getting this this and this why isn't my kid getting this so it becomes a snowball and a compounding effect of everybody having these extreme expectations when none of it is actually Right. Quote unquote, you know what I'm saying? Or none of it is actually feasible for everybody. So we try to, you know, help parents navigate this, this new landscape as well, because I mean, like you said, they went from wanting their kid to make the team, to be a starter, to get a scholarship. And now we got to get paid for this. Like it's, it's tricky for everybody. So yeah. And and that's where it comes back to community. And that's what we're trying to build a, a, a very grounded community. Um, you know, that's, that's all about, you know, bettering individuals and, and getting better individuals of a community together. So it's all, it's all a process, man, but I think, I think it's definitely worth it. And I'm excited to see where we go. Cool. Cool. So what are some of the things that you're doing from a, um, from a technology standpoint to help get the word out there? Oh, absolutely. So uh, I actually uh, stay tuned for uh, later next month. I'm actually working with uh, Jordan Brand and a, a boutique called Soul Play in Atlanta. We're going to get uh, some some gaming tournaments together. Uh, I think, uh, you know, I like to mix all the different parts of my life that I enjoy together. And I think gaming is a super, super fun way for kids to find out uh, about, and first of all, to enjoy themselves, to decompress, right. to relax, because kids need to be kids, man. Yes. And then two, uh, it's an awesome opportunity to learn about the gaming industry and the careers that are that are available to them in that. You know, people always, you know, you see your kids on the game, mom and dad are upset, but they don't know that somebody produced a soundtrack that goes on that game. Yep. They don't know somebody was in there animating the graphics that let the kid, let the players do all kinds of dances. They don't know that those are jobs. You yep. know what I'm saying? So I use my platform and you, we mentioned the word community. I have to shout out uh, to my, my family over at Community and the HBCU Esports League. Uh, yep. We uh, broadcast, we give HBCUs it's the opportunity to game for scholarship money and other opportunities uh, to learn about the gaming industry. So uh, technology has been super, super important. Like I said, these kids were born with phones in their hands. Yeah. And so why not use that technology to help give them more opportunities, you know what I'm saying, or expose them to opportunities that they might not have known about. So uh, I think uh, free game and technology are, are super, super uh, locked in together. I think um, they, they help us grow our community. Yep, yep. So that was great but i do want i want to uh you know close out with some questions and um you know we'll we'll uh, we'll finish up with that but the first one is who was your favorite athlete growing up and why all right so i'm gonna go two athletes okay first was Allen iverson okay. it's ironic because the whole reason i started playing basketball was michael jordan and space jam like literally i saw that movie right. and i was like 
I want to do that. And that soundtrack is fire. I want to make music yeah. and I want to play the game. Right. And then uh, AI. AI was huge when I can't like when I was coming up, I wanted to be him so bad. So right. I was I was super light skinned when I was a kid. So my mom, I had a lot of hair. My mom would cornrow it back. I wanted to be <laughs> him. So I would have the headband and everything. That's I would dope. cut my socks open. And this is before they had <laughs> sleeves now, mind you. This, I'm dating myself. I'm old now. Before they had sleeves, we would cut the, cut the sock open and put the sleeve up. I wanted to be AI so bad. So he was first. And then the goat James came through and... It's actually funny because the the 2004-2005 Pistons were my favorite team. That mm -hmm. Chauncey Billups, Tayshawn Prince, Ben Wallace, that team. And uh, LeBron came through and he scored the last 25 on them in that in that finals performance. And I was like, man, like this guy is amazing. Right. And since then, I've been watching him 20 years later to see what he's accomplished, man. That's definitely my favorite athlete of all time. Cool, cool, cool. Um, what makes you feel inspired? <sighs> waking up every day <laughs> man like getting another opportunity to be better like i try to get better one percent every day and as long as yeah. i have an opportunity to do that that's inspiring to me free yeah. game is inspiring to me my story is inspiring to me and i hope to use it to inspire others you know to chase after your dreams like i said like i'm no superior athlete but having you know what i'm saying no student loans has afforded me so many opportunities and i just want people to use, you know, sports as an opportunity to, to free themselves if that's what they want. Um, so yeah, that's, 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 I don't even remember the question. That's hilarious. That's not a rambling. <laughs> no, it was what makes you feel inspired. You, yeah, yeah, like, you, you hit it, you hit it on the head. It just, yeah. uh, gratitude, just gratitude yes, for yeah. another day. So thankful. No, that's, that's, that's definitely, um, definitely a big one. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so what, uh, what's the most important thing you learned throughout this journey? Man, I could talk all day about that. But if I had to pick one thing, I would say that as long as you're willing to do the work on yourself to find your purpose, that everything that you need will find its way to you when you're ready for it. That's what I've learned. I would say, yeah, like you got to, it starts in here. You know what I'm saying? It starts with you. All of us are put on this earth to serve in some purpose. So once you figure that out and you go after it and you don't stop, everything that you need will ultimately find its way to you. And you're either going to succeed in it or you're going to die before then. Those are the two options. But if yep. you don't stop, you're going to accomplish it. And, and I really, really believe that. Love it. Love it. Um, who was your biggest uh, influence in on the business side of things? Who, who's Who's been the biggest influence for you? Man, I have so many incredible mentors, like, and they're legends. It's wild. Like, the people that I've come across, I'm so thankful. But to name a few, I definitely have to say, uh, you know, Gil Jones, my manager at Hot 107.9, super, super creative, super awesome guy, just a great guy. Uh, he came and he blessed me with some awesome knowledge. Coria Falker, man, all my, my managers, Ry Cole now at, at, at uh, The Athletic, like, just so many dope and, and black black people that I've, I've been able to work under that have just inspired me and shown me like so many different ways that I can succeed and, and fed into me really. Um, that's always a big thing. Like you, you want to be inspired by people, but some people don't want to inspire. And so mm -hmm. I've come across a lot of people who have been willing to just pour into me and, and, and give me advice and be there for me when I needed the most. And so I'm just super thankful. So it's a laundry list, man. I can't even name them all the people, but I thank God mm -hmm. for every, each and every one of them. That's that's dope. That's dope. Mm -hmm. And I think that's always been important. Um, I think one of my mentors 
that like took me under his wing and showed me what it looks like to be at a you know c-suite level and black and and, mm-hmm. and doing doing um you know amazing things and i think that inspired me throughout my my career and and um along my journey so i think that's uh i think that's very important that that uh young black kids are able to see people that look like them in positions of power or or somewhere they want to be so i i definitely um you know i definitely love that that you've had uh that opportunity to to be mentored and and because a lot I, I think people take it for granted i think I, I may have taken it for granted at a certain time everybody's not everybody doesn't have a mentor everybody doesn't uh want to mentor everybody doesn't Man, you know like, you look looking at mentor. Like, i would love for that to be my mentor and they're like there's nothing more that i would hate than being somebody's mentor and right. you know sometimes it just works out like that but yep. that's where it goes back to what i was saying about like as long as you keep putting one foot in front of the other every day mm-hmm. You don't stop like the people that you need are going to find their way to you and yep. that lets me know that you were doing that you know what i'm saying you start your you start your nonprofit, you start your businesses and the people that you need find them themselves to you so yep. like you haven't found your you found your uh if you haven't found your mentor yet i would just say keep going like yep. that's literally it just keep, keep going to work they're on keep the way going to work and they'll and they'll find you people people who who uh who want to grow and cultivate you will see what you're doing and then they'll come along and, and help you yeah, and they'll be relentless about doing it. Like yeah. there, there won't be any mistakes. So you know, value those people when you come across them. But if you haven't yet, like that's it. Just keep going. Yeah. Well, again, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. I enjoyed our conversation. Um, what do you want to close out? Leave the people with, um, and you can let them know where to find you. Absolutely, man. I just want to say, if you if you're listening thus far, thank you so much. First and foremost, for the opportunity. But second, like go after what you want in this life. Like. Like I said, I started started free game in, in the pandemic, but the pandemic really changed my perspective on a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Made a lot of things real, real tangible. So, you know, if you're listening to this, go after what you want, like with all your heart. And, you know, I feel like, like I said, you're going to get there or you're going to die before then. That's two, that's the two things. So and if you don't stop, you're going to get there. So uh, that's what I would leave them with. You can follow me uh, on all platforms at Bree underscore Singleton. That's B-R-E underscore Singleton. Um, you can follow Free Game at Free Game Program on all platforms as well. Super, super dope organization. I'm really, really proud that I was able to to get this started. I'm excited for where we're going, and I hope that if you're a student athlete or a parent or a coach or a trainer or whoever, you have student athletes around you that you're pouring into them because they need it now more than ever. Well, again, thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, this is another episode of Powerhouse Conversations. Y'all make sure you all like, subscribe, and comment. And um, you make sure make sure you go follow uh, free game and breathe. Um, have a good good uh, rest of your day. And uh, thanks for coming on.